who in Sam Hell cared about that stupid eclipse? I hate the eclipse. If three days prior to the eclipse, you had asked these people who were claiming how much they love the eclipse, the people who drove 16 hours to see the eclipse, what's an eclipse? They'd have no idea what an eclipse is. You know what? They still have no clue what an eclipse is, and they experience the eclipse now. They don't know why they cared. There's nothing to see. Half of these idiots are now blind, except that's not even true because that's just folklore because not a single person's eyesight was actually affected by the stupid eclipse. This is the ultimate in lemming behavior, suddenly caring about something because you're supposed to care about it. But unless you're a literal child, if you drove 16 hours and you made a homemade viewing box that you remembered from elementary school, or you secured glasses at the local Best Buy, or you've been, quote, looking forward to this for your whole life because it hasn't happened in a long time. You, sir, are a motherfucking idiot. I do not understand why looking at something that there's nothing to look at, it's being covered up. That's the whole point. So to say that this is some sort of mega event is to just convince yourself that there is something going on here that's not. I didn't even so much as step outside. I heard there was a lot of cloud coverage, which is actually laughable. And I must say, the eclipse is one of the worst singular offenses that have happened in my entire lifetime. I hate the eclipse. That's cool. I hate the eclipse. Well, you know what I hate? I hate that summer is coming to an end. We have nine months of miserable, miserable weather here in New York. Enjoy the summer while it lasts. People are so gung-ho about putting on their stupid riding boots, their ponchos, their wool beanies, their turtlenecks, and their furs. (laughs) Just enjoy summer while it's still here. It's 83 degrees outside. You should enjoy it while it lasts. Fall is not a state of mind. It is a season. It is not yet fall. We still have many weeks of summer. You need to enjoy it. But it's not just the wardrobes. Fuck you, pumpkins. I'm sick of pumpkin spice anything. Farmers. Farmers markets. I don't want to hear the word foliage. Cider is just rotten, thick apple juice. If one more person tells me about the crisp air outside, crisp just means freezing. That's nothing to look forward to. I can breathe fresh air anytime. That's that's just how you live. I do not give one crap about hay rides. I don't want one more persimmon in my goddamn face. <laughs> I'm sick of people talking about Christmas way too early. My allergies are flaring up. There's no such thing as a scenic drive that's just driving aimlessly. And I'm already dead tired of hearing about all of this. And the stupid season hasn't even started yet. You want to go apple picking tomorrow? Uh, what about the fucking teachers? Oh, my God. Oh, So upset that summer's over and I have to go back to work. I'm not ready for this. Yeah, we've all been working all goddamn summer, (laughs) okay? Listen, you had two and a half months off to do whatever the hell you pleased while the rest of the world is working every day of their life. Just appreciate the fact that you had a two-month vacation. That's nothing to scoff at. Be appreciative 
Okay. Yeah, the first day of school blues. Yeah. You had the blues when everyone else went back to school and you had just been working straight through the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, teachers are doing a wonderful, wonderful service. And it's... No, don't backpedal it now. <laughs> just own your stance. I'm owning the stance. I'm just saying I don't have something against teachers. It's just... Is that because your mom's a teacher? My mom, my mother-in-law, my sister, my wife. Everyone's a teacher that I know. Oops. <laughs> but... I cannot get on board with being upset that you just had a wonderful long vacation when I have to fight so I can actually just get like a half day on Labor Day. And previously on a podcast for no one, well, year was 2016, <laughs> but we're back. It's It's been a while. I mean, honestly, we actually were pretty sure we weren't going to do the podcast again, but I accidentally paid for the membership for the year, so now we just feel compelled that we have to actually record something. <laughs> well, just to remind everyone, I'm Eric, and I recently went clothing shopping, and they did some sort of a lighting trick uh, when I was trying on the clothes. The lighting trick was it made the clothes look good on me. I don't know what sort of trick mirrors, carnival-style slimming things they have going on in there. I don't know if, if they paid for a lighting designer to come and shine a spotlight upon me <laughs> as I try on my summer polos and cargos. But let me tell you something. I bought all this shit, and then when I got it home, God, I look terrible. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's definitely the clown mirrors. And I'm Mike, and I am about to spend $1,000 on a brand new iPhone, even though mine is in perfect working condition. Well, anyway, here we are. It's mid-September in the great 2017. Right, a solid nine and a half months since our last podcast. It's like we're the Game of Thrones of podcasting. We release six episodes once every year, year and a half right. to build up like the anticipation. So are you saying this was all intentional and this was all a big marketing ploy to get the viewers uh, really reeled in? Uh, well, there are none, especially there's no viewers because it's not a video. Oh, I thought we were, <laughs> there was a live stream going on right now. I mean, I'm filming you, but that's just to make you uncomfortable. All right, I'll put my clothes back on then. Yeah, nonetheless, uh, no, the whole original premise of our podcast was an outlet to complain because we're miserable sons of bitches, but on the surface, uh, you know, we seem like jolly enough guys. So this was just a way to work through our feels, right? All the feels. <laughs> All the feels. But the problem is something happened in 2017. What's that? We've been kind of happy, and I'm mortified to admit that. <laughs> right. But the fact of the matter is, we thought the podcast might be gone forever. We did buy new microphones about nine and a half months yeah, ago. Yeah, right. We, we bought them just as we were wrapping up last season, as it were, and then did abs they literally sat in the boxes until this afternoon. But then something happened. The fall happened. Yeah. And all of the rage that <laughs> all we the have feels. been feeling inside of us, <laughs> I've never been more angry in 2017 than when you hit record on this podcast. <laughs> Here we are now. The fall is upon us, and it was time to rant. I don't have the type of friends that I can be talking to them about things that are on my mind, so I just needed to put this information out there right now, and this was my only outlet to work through my <laughs> autumnal sorrows. <laughs> I've been doing some street parking on the New York City streets, and at 8 a.m., they supposedly have a street cleaning. Anyone who's ever stepped foot in New York City knows full well that they're not clean. <laughs> they're soiled in dog urine. They're really bad. It, it, there's Especially during the summer, because once the streets are covered in piss, the heat like makes it rise up, so it's just like a smoke of piss and animal yeah, but not to forget <laughs> the dog urine yeah becomes the horse shit <laughs> right. right right the horses the chewed the up dogs. gum my own litter that i've been putting on the street <laughs> right. remember the time 
that you threw trash out your window? Yes. A direct quote from the police officer was, sir, are you trying to get me the right you would take it? Anyway, the fact of the matter is nobody needs to be setting a 7.40 a.m. alarm to move their car. I, there are no trucks standing. The ambulance doesn't need to clear the way. Uh, the local embassy doesn't need to have their colleagues coming in from Bahrain <laughs> to park there. I barely know what you're talking about. <laughs> On the street that I happen to park, there's some dignitaries that have some assigned spaces. Okay. <laughs> I don't care what reason they have for me not be able to park there and i'm stroking out already i'm so upset <laughs> i'm just saying nobody needs to be moving their car that early because once you have to get up leave the apartment go down move the car speak to the parking lot attendant talk to the doorman and then by the time you're trying to get back to bed it's a lost cause. you seem very friendly in your neighborhood talking to the doorman and the garage guy well you have to pay the man <laughs> to park your car. you can't strike wait, a conversation just like stone face not say a word and just get here are the keys that's what i i don't talk to the garage guys at all yeah but that's because you prepaid for the wrong parking lot okay fine. and then wait, <laughs> what happened didn't you lose your bag lunch in a cab yes or yes something? i i typically use an app to prepay for parking but one day uh last week i prepaid in an area i, I was going to a meeting so it wasn't an area i was familiar with so i prepaid then parked in the wrong lot, so when I showed, tried to show them my prepaid parking pass, they didn't accept it, so then I had to double pay for the new lot that I parked in. It, it was and, that you couldn't find the first one? No, I, I thought I was pulling into the right one, but it, like, it just wasn't the one that I thought it was. But then the real kicker was once I got to my office later on in the day and I realized I left my lunch in the car, <laughs> that really was the, the tipping point. Speaking of bad lunches I had, I recently made a, my way out to a baseball stadium, and they served me what I would could only describe as a jizz soft pretzel. <laughs> what? Excuse I don't know, me? I don't know if it's the type of dough they used, if it was freshly baked, or if there was a disgruntled employee. But bear with me, because it's not as insane as it sounds. Have you ever had a baked good, and you thought to yourself, this smells somewhat good, but it also smells somewhat like semen? I have never had that <laughs> instinct, oh, but... <laughs> in that case, it probably was semen. <laughs> and also, while we're on bad eating experiences, yeah. listen, hipsters, I don't need these communal tables at the restaurants. Oh, yeah, Seriously, those are bad. Uh, no, I just hear the way that we speak. I don't need someone an inch from my face hearing me repeatedly say the word penis. <laughs> Recently, at a meal, I had uh, a couple next to me staring a hole through me, literally intentionally eavesdropping on my entire conversation. I do not like this. This does not make it feel um, friendly, communal. I don't want to be friends with the strangers. Yeah, who I are barely want to sit with me. the people we actually go to dinner with. Yeah, I'm having a hard enough time consuming my jizz pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I need is these idiots chiming in. <laughs> well, I think uh, maybe collectively we've been going out for one too many jizz pretzels because we decided that it was really time uh, about a month ago that we would have a weight loss challenge among our friends and family. Yeah, it wasn't so much as a challenge as just like a medical request from our doctors. <laughs> right. Things have it gotten like, a listen, bit out of hand. Listen, guys, you're... Uh, squarely in the obese on the BMI scale, reel it back in and get it under control. And the only way that we could conceivably motivate ourselves to be even remotely healthy was to gamble on it. Right. 
And collectively, my voice just got really hot. <laughs> You're getting real nervous about it. <laughs> collectively, the good men at a podcast for no one lost nearly 30 pounds in the month of August. Yeah, shockingly, we actually did pretty well. Yeah, except shockingly, now that we're in September, I still have seen what we look like, and it's it didn't do anything. No, and shockingly, we've put back on at least half the weight that we and lost. And most shockingly <laughs> was your impetus for joining the August Weight Loss Challenge was your 4th of July topless photo shoot. Oh, yeah. So what did you implement for your strategy to lose weight in the month of August? It was basically a full-on starving. <laughs> so you're admitting to an eating disorder. It's full-on anorexia and bulimia. Oh, both? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was against the rules. Binge I'm going to rescind your win. No, I mean, I, I actually was very, very strict with myself on how many calories I was eating a day. Low fat, low calorie. Did you ever punish yourself? Yes. <laughs> right. If I, if I went five calories over, it was straight to slapping myself across the face. Uh, typically, I just don't think about what I'm eating. Like... If I want to eat a sleeve of Oreos, I'm going to eat a sleeve of Oreos. I like I just don't care if I want to have a sleeve the packaging or you hide several Oreos in <laughs> yeah, your sleeve. I, I store as many Oreos in my sleeve as I can and then I eat it under the covers when no one's looking. Understandable. Uh, yeah, no, I just never actually give thought to what I'm eating. It's just like I'm hungry. I like cookies and ice cream and other shit, and I'll eat it because why the hell not? Well, I'm going to be honest. There were some dark times earlier this year. <laughs> George the Animal Steel died. <laughs> God, really uh, digging back into the archives. Yeah, Monopoly retired, what, like the, the iron or the boot or something from playing pieces? <laughs> that sounds like yeah, years ago. Yeah, well, that may have been years ago, but that was the reason you gained all that weight. So <laughs> I am struggling with the fact that eating makes me fat but not eating makes me angry yeah well that's that's exactly my point i just eat what i want and having to actually monitor it and try to eat well two things not eating what i want is upsetting but the things that are allegedly good for you are disgusting. Well, not to mention you were straight up miserable in the month of August because one of the things that you attempted to implement here was not drinking beer. Yeah. Oh, well, that and was like beer. Beer is basically like that's like eighty nine percent of soul. You're right. That's your my entire diet. And I did cut out all fast food and all beer entirely. What about blue moons? That's a beer. I know, gone. but it's it's so floral. Yeah, <laughs> with floral undertones from the Napa's. <laughs> no, uh, I, I I was drinking a shitload of beer prior to August. So You've that never was... been less fun to be around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I still had vodka from time to time, but nonetheless. Yeah, but didn't you get a recent, um, wasn't there some sort of incident about drinking on the job? <laughs> there was a, not as much as an incident as I had an incident when I <laughs> was saying that I, I really don't feel like drinking at work should be frowned upon i mean we typically have like you know uh midday through the day on fridays like we'll get a fridge full of beer for everyone to unwind from the week and enjoy themselves well maybe if we just had beers on monday mornings people wouldn't be upset in the first place and they wouldn't need to unwind they would just be happy all week long and everyone would be in a better mood i think you're onto something so you're saying basically the notion that you should have to unwind at the end of a tense week is stupid because you could make the whole week not tense. Right, exactly. Just be happy. I mean, as long as you're still performing to the level that you need to be and doing what you need to do, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm guessing in other countries they drink plenty at work, right? <laughs> what countries? I don't know. Paris. 
That's not a country. Other places in Europe. Let me tell you something that has been really bothering me. Punxsutawney Phil. <laughs> Very timely. Listen, guy. I did just see Groundhog Day the musical. That that, not, that wasn't even that recent. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is we haven't recorded one of these. Okay, so we missed a few rants along the way. And I'm just telling you, it's not much of a prediction that this motherfucking idiot rodent <laughs> comes out right. every year and says, there'll be six more weeks of winter. Guess what, Phil? There <laughs> are six more weeks of winter Regardless. on the calendar. <laughs> that is not a prediction. That's a statement of fact, and I don't need a groundhog to tell me that. I don't need a weatherman to tell me that. What, I about, don't a, need what about a mouse? What if Mickey Mouse told you that there was more weeks of winter? Would you respect him more? No. <laughs> I'm fully aware of when the spring starts, and I do not need a rodent of any size or any kind telling me, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> While we're on the topic of holidays that are nowhere near now, uh, I heard you had a Halloween costume in mind that you're now second-guessing. No, it's just a traditional Halloween costume that everyone has had a damper put on now because... You can no longer go as a ghost. That's uncouth now. Why? Because they'll think you're in the KKK. <laughs> White nationalism is upon us, and you can no longer just be parading around town in a sheet with a couple of eye holes. That's no good in today's modern day and times. And I don't appreciate that, not only because it's despicable, but secondarily because it's ruining Halloween costumes nationwide. <laughs> It's really very insensitive of the uh, the KKK to take that away from Halloween. So something scandalous happened in the one year's time that we didn't podcast. <laughs> Nine and a half months. Oh, so so sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I did another podcast, and I admitted that we kind of have a company. Yeah, that was bold. Yeah, well, it didn't really land. No one really. Well, cares. I'm saying bold in the sense that we quote have a company. <laughs> Yeah, it was a it was a I mean a web we of have lines. a company like we have a podcast. Right. <laughs> but nonetheless, in this pretend theoretical company, we have had uh, a bad run of meetings lately. <laughs> right. Well, a lot of the meetings have been happening in Los Angeles, where here in New York, so we actually need to dial into the meetings where our partners are actually taking the meeting, but we're just taking it via call. But the only problem is when Eric and I first call into the meeting. It's just the two of us until everyone gets situated and actually joins the conference room. So what happens is a lot of the time we'll find ourselves just chit-chatting about conversations that are highly inappropriate because it's just the two of us. Yeah, let me set this for you. Okay, <laughs> Eric says, quote, Are these stupid motherfuckers going to connect us to this dumb meeting or should I sign off already because I've had enough of this crap waiting around? They obviously forgot us. The assistant is a moron. This is not going to be sold anyway. No one cares about this crap. Yesterday's was a complete fucking disaster. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> right. And then we then learned that they're actually listening. They just didn't have like their microphone on yet. <laughs> right. It's like smack in the middle of a conference room on speakerphone. <laughs> and they're like, uh, maybe we should let them know that we're actually here. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, Stop. Who, who's that online? We're like, nobody. <laughs> you're, right. you're busy telling me about the size of this shit you had earlier in the day. And they're like, this doesn't really seem pertinent to the sale of your show. Uh, here's something that is pertinent, though, to the summer, which we basically missed in its entirety, which is why the fuck in the three years you've owned this house, 
I was going to say home, but then house came out, which is why I said house. Got it. Have you not invited me to swim in your pool? Now, I feel like customarily, this would be something we would mock someone else for, for their uppity pool behavior. Right. But you are the one now with the uppity pool behavior. And I find it to be quite disturbing that as your dear friend and podcast co-host, I have not once been invited to beat the heat <laughs> and recline on an inflatable pizza raft in your pool. Well, it's twofold. One, it's filled with urine from my children and from me. <laughs> so I don't want you to have to subject yourself to that. What makes you think I would not enjoy that? <laughs> Secondly... Sounds warm. Yeah, we just, like, we don't make a... It's definitely not uppity in the slightest because we're not, like, proud of it. It's an above-ground pool. It's not, like, some, like, you know, fixture that we're all proud of to, you know, invite our friends and family. It's not just you. We haven't invited a single soul over to come in the pool. So that means everyone thinks you're rude. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, why don't you just have a pool party? Yeah, we're just not proud of it. It's just not like... Well, what do you, you, you can only invite people for over things you're proud of now? Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then we'll never do anything ever again. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, look, I will make it official... Right here, nope. right now. It's way too late. Nope. Once I've had to bring it up, you nope. can't now backpedal into nope. an invite. Summer of 2018, you're swimming laps every morning to train for the 2020 Olympics. Well, according to you, uh, there's still several days, six days, left of the summer. Fine. Come so, over tomorrow. Well, why don't we go right now and uh, go urinating? It's gonna, that's fine. Is that a challenge? No, it's a promise. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, and speaking of pizza inflatables... <laughs> <laughs> Which we spoke of vaguely ten minutes ago. <laughs> yes. Good transition. Uh, I I I recently was cleaning out a storage unit. Okay, what I came storage up, unit. Uh, my parents' shed. <laughs> okay. I mean, I had some old belongings at their home. I thought it was like a Breaking Bad situation where you were like harboring cash and meth. No, I I I literally found this is not a joke. I don't think I actually texted you this the other day. I literally found the original essay that we referenced in season one of a podcast for no one called Sometimes I Think I'm a Fly from Ooh. First Grade. I thought you were going to say the, the Alvin and the Chipmunks, he wears the Scarlet Letter essay. No, no, no. <laughs> that was a gem, though. Uh, no, no. It turns out, though, a few things. One was it said... Uh, actually, that my classmates might perceive me as a fly, which is no wonder they sent right. me to the school psychiatrist. Yeah, there's a, a real self-esteem issue. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm just a little gnat flying around. It's all small. But it's even worse. It said, uh, like, there was a fill in the blank. I'm sure your kids have these sometimes. And it was like, um, sometimes I feel, or like, customarily I feel. And the emotion that I wrote in the fill in the blank was really angry. Oh, man. Like, mad all the time. Straight to anger management class. But also in this essay was a little segment about uh, nutrition entitled, You Are What You Eat. Okay. And it got me thinking, (laughs) let's just assume that what we're taught as children is true. Let's say we are what we eat. Why are we not pizza? Oh, well, in that case, I would 100% be a Chipotle burrito. (laughs) Even after all the E. coli scares? Yeah, that didn't faze me. Is that why you didn't invite me to the pool? Yes. <laughs> Don't need my fecal matter E. coli floating around in there. Another thing I've been thinking is our podcast is basically without purpose. Yeah. Uh, at best, you could call it uh, we say things out loud that other people are thinking but would never actually say in public. Right. Uh, to maybe- our, our dismay. We're taking the brunt of what people are actually thinking. Right. Maybe people feel better about themselves because uh, they're not us. Yeah. But But I started doing some research. To make this podcast better. So I started thinking, 
what are some of the hit podcasts out there? And I realized true crime podcasts and unsolved mysteries are huge. It's true. So in the spirit of that. Are we going to go like Hardy Boy style solve a mystery? Well, I have one for you. <laughs> or the, the Boxcar Boy? I, I wanted to make it appeal to you. You're not much of a hardcore uh, crimologist. Mm. That's not a real word. <laughs> but you are a hardcore Muppeteer. Ace Ventura Pet Detective. What are you saying? I'm just naming people that I know <laughs> Shouting solve Shouting things now? What is that? It's literally has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, the Muppets. Okay. Yeah, okay. I have a Muppets mystery for you. Okay. And I think we can turn this into episode one. I do know a good amount about the Muppets. A podcast for no one's true crime mystery. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> That's the sound effect for our true crime series. Not even our old sound effects you've upgraded? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So Skeeter. Yes. Appeared on the Muppet Babies. True. Sister to Scooter. Yes. But yes. when Muppets proper, the Muppet show, the Muppet movies existed, there was no Skeeter to be found. What happened to Skeeter between Muppet Babies and Muppets proper? <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I mean, I think something bad happened. What else? What other explanation is there? She was around as a child, not around as an adult. No one was speaking of it. No one was questioning it. Something happened. And I'm pointing my finger to her brother, Scooter. Hi, I'm Detective Derek Levasseur. <laughs> I was going to point the finger at Nanny. Ooh. So you think Scooter yeah, would have it's... harmed his own twin sister, whereas right. I'm going to say Nanny, who we never even saw her face, might be the culprit of this situation. The thing about Scooter is he was always in the shadow. Skeeter was the like Olympic athlete. Scooter was the little computer nerd. Maybe he was envious jealous of her physical prowess and was tired of being in her shadow this is a deep dive here but do you remember the little muppet monsters i do perhaps they terrorized her yeah it's possible is it possible she was committed like what what could have what could have maybe happened? she got a better job oh like so she's no longer like <laughs> making appearances on the react it's like she right. was one of the kardashians but she right. was no longer yeah, she was too big yeah. Oh, oh really? <laughs> what if there really was no Skeeter to begin with, and she was just a figment of their imagination? They were all about dreaming. What if there were never any Muppets to begin with, and they were all a figment of your imagination? My mind is blown. All right. You know what I think it's time for? Sound effects. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> the Pipeline of Shame! <laughs> What are you shameful for? Well, I'm shameful for the fact that we've hit the pipeline of shame, except we didn't conceive anything to happen on the pipeline <laughs> of shame. So I'm going to lead off with the fact that I'm currently wearing cargo shorts. That and is actually shameful. I didn't notice not that until 2004. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Well, listen, I was coming over here. It wasn't like I was trying it's on my my uh, Wednesday best for you. Besides the, what, what Especially because it's Thursday. Hold on. End or Friday. What kind of cargo are you toting right now? Well, I've, I've got... Um, Empty your pockets. I have a carpenter's hammer. <laughs> um, a pack of Big League Chew. <laughs> no, I, I have no idea. What are you shameful about? Everything. I know that. Well, aren't you wearing a literal polo shirt from the brand polo? Yeah. Not exactly on the cutting edge here. I'm a, I am like to play the game What's of polo. With some old navy uh, bone white shorts? <laughs> Actually, that's exactly what they are. Why do you know where they're from? 
They look like they're about $6. That's how I know where they're from. Well, that's why I bought them. All right, so let's walk down the pipeline of shame right now. Yeah, you're wearing cargos. Hand I'm wearing $6 bone white. No, we've already established that, but let's do something that's more relevant to the situation, okay? okay? The fact that I own a pool table in my home, a manly sport, a game among men, and I've never once played it in the two and a half years I have lived here. And he's covered in cat fur. <laughs> well, that's that came with the house. Anything pertaining to the word pool, you've never invited me to do. Is that a problem for you? We're going to go swim in the piss pool. <laughs> then we're going to piss on the pool table. All right. Now I like where your head's been. <laughs> I'm in. All right. What are uh, you shameful about? I'm not feeling great about my age. Hmm. Because speaking of pissing in the pool and pissing <laughs> on the pool table, yeah. I've been waking up several times a night to piss. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say with a wet bed. <laughs> I probably need a prescription drug, which reminds me that I really hate the commercial of the topless elderly men singing The Sun Will Come Out Tomorrow. Yeah, that's not good. That's not Ask your doctor if Levitra is right for you. I never like Levitra. <laughs> I believe it's an erection drug. But I also never Wait, like... Wait, but here's my problem those with those wh- commercials. Yeah. They don't tell you what the problem is. They just tell you to ask your doctor if it's right for you. How do you even know to begin the conversation... It's not like... Well, also, it's like you have low b- blood pressure or high blood pressure, <laughs> so take this thing. But as a side effect of this, you're going to get full-blown AIDS. <laughs> right. Like, you're, you you're going to now Weigh the pros down. and cons. Right. You, you have like, a, you're not you have, pissing the bed anymore, but you have AIDS. Right. It, it, to, to, right. To cure <laughs> the waking up in the middle of the night with your prostate problems, now you have uh, the plague. <laughs> so are you on Levitra? No. Okay. You'd think after nine and a half months, we would have come back with a new idea, right? No. A new way of framing this. No. A new concept. Maybe no. we would talk this time about television shows. Have Maybe, a theme song. Yeah. Uh, guest stars from Scrubs we might we might hit on. We might talk about our business endeavors. No. Perhaps we'd talk about the football season. No. Like an actual topic matter. No. You would think we would have come up with a new idea, a segment. We are, we've now admitted we're producers. Maybe something creative. But we haven't. And in fact, we've actually done even less than ever because we conceived nothing. But because we've run out of other things to say, I say we right now on the spot invent some of our old formats. Go for it. All right. Would you rather be a gingerbread man for the rest of your life? Okay. Or be a human for the rest of your life? (laughs) This is deep. Now, as a gingerbread man, I have a few questions. As a human, I assume... Things are just going according to plan. Yeah, as a human, you're not inviting over your friends to swim. <laughs> right. You uh, forgot to cancel your right. Left- SoundCloud subscription, so you had to record a podcast. Leaving my bag lunched in my car. Right. Fine. Tough times. Tough times. Or a gingerbread man who is being chased by people who want to eat me 24-7? No, that's a very dark take. You're just celebrating the holidays. I'm going to go gingerbread man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like that's exciting. All right. It's a life on the run. Who are some people you'd like to see on Celebrity Big Brother United States? Oh, this is a good question. Well, is it who I'd like to see or who am I expecting to see? Because those are two very different questions. Speak from your heart. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here's some people I would like to see. And I actually think this is a legitimate possibility is Little John. First of all, I mean, what's he doing right now? Well, first of all, his name is Lil. Okay, Lil John. Little John, I think, was like in the Little Rascal. No, he was in Peter Pan. No, not Peter Pan. The other one. Robin Hood. Yeah, Little John was in Robin Hood. He was the bear. So you want to see a bear from Robin Hood (laughs) on Celebrity Big Brother US. (laughs) Little John is a wonder of the world. Did you on Celebrity Apprentice, he's just shouting things all the time, but he's an articulate businessman. 
I think he would be wonderful. I feel piss poor about what you're saying right now. No. I'm going to call you out on the fact that merely two days ago, you pitched Lil Jon as a host of one of our shows. (laughs) So now what are you trying to do? Promote to 800 people that uh, he's such a great guy, so that way, like, hopefully the network executive will hear this and make the show? Everybody! That was LMFAO. (laughs) With Lil Jon. I don't even think he was involved I implore you to Google at this moment. He was a part of that song. Anyway, I want him on the show. I would like to see, you know how like at the beginning of any reality TV season, they juxtapose people who have polarizing like political viewpoints. Like for example, yes. when I was on the show, I said, hey, I'm Eric. I don't really much care for religious zealots. I don't want right. to and shove their beliefs in my face. Hard cut to the religious zealot to show the opposition. Correct. Fine. So what I'd like is controversial world leader Kim Jong-un were to move into the house. Okay. (laughs) And he were to say, I'm going to bomb America. Oh, boy. (laughs) I do not like Trump supporters. Oh, boy. Okay. And then we were introduced to Charles in charge himself, Scott Baio. (laughs) Hey, guys, I'm Scott Baio, and I'm going to be in charge of this house. (laughs) And I was the only celebrity who endorsed Donald Trump. Think of the drama that could ensue. He's going to say that. Yeah, he really is. I but but in all seriousness, I would actually like uh Scott Bayo, Willie Ames, Nicole Egger, basically anyone who was right. involved with Charles in Charge to be on the show. Or Mr. Belvedere. Ooh. It's probably like hundred and ten. I love how Julie Chen put out this statement that they're not all gonna be Oscar winners. But some of them will be. Like, <laughs> no, t- like I would Academy go as- Award winning no, actress Meryl Streep. I would Street. go as far as to say there's no one that's ever even been in a film. No, that's not true. Because several of like the old bachelorettes and housewives have been in like zealous horror movies. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> I was in a few films. You know what's interesting? On IMDb, it claims that I played the role of judge in number one cheerleading camp. That never happened. No, I was never in that movie. That I, I it's like literally not true. All right. Well, we got Scott Bayo. We got Kim Jong Un. And we got Little John. I think we're shaped up for a, a, an exciting season. <laughs> yeah, it's a three, maybe it's a three-person season. I would watch. Well, anyway, I'll tell you one thing. I don't want any of those motherfuckers to listen to this podcast. I'd be pretty happy if Little John was listening. I know. I Actually, I'd be happy if all of them were. Honestly, it would influence. Uh, well, who? Okay, fine. But who don't you want listening? Is it time for the timer? It is. Well, I am putting one minute on the clock, and you are going to tell me exactly who you do not want listening to the podcast. Are you ready? Yes. Are you set? No. Then go. President Garfield, because I don't think a cat is fit to hold presidential office. <laughs> well, running with president is FDR. I mean, if you can't even fight off polio, well, how are you going to listen to this podcast? Koosh balls do not listen. When I lick my hands after handling you, it tastes like rubber bands, and that's nauseating. <laughs> Why do you do that? <laughs> uh, anyone who uses the expression, the struggle is real. I mean, why would you be talking about a fake struggle? It's just ridiculous. The struggle is fake. Uh, Roseanne Barr and John Goodman, you've made me look a fool because I predicted you both in our last podcast of 2016 that you would die this year, but instead you're rebooting your sitcom. Are they really? Yeah, that, Roseanne's coming back. That's legitimately shocking. I didn't even know that. Uh, anyone whose birthday is on leap year, February 29th, because you're only aging at a quarter speed, unlike the rest of us, and that just doesn't seem fair. Uh, baby Jessica, you fell down a well in 1987. You should have just stayed down there instead of listening to our podcast, because now you're an adult woman. Ooh. 
It's time to get things started. That's my new alarm noise. It's incredibly redundant and irritating. Yeah, but why doesn't it go on to the next part of the song? Don't know. <laughs> well, did you kill Skeeter? Next time on a podcast for no one. Hey guys, it's 2018 and I hate the fall. I hate the teachers and I hate the pumpkins and I hate the apple spice. We weren't planning on doing this again, but uh, we accidentally forgot to cancel our SoundCloud. So since we had to pay a few hundred bucks, I guess we'll record a new one. And here we are. Why are we speaking in such high voices? Oh, Eric's miserable again? You mean he's not happy anymore? Oh, God. Oh, God. M Mike is still wearing his old Navy cargoes. Why don't you ever invite me into your pool? I can keep this going incredibly long and I'm going to keep getting higher and higher right now. Bye now. Burp, 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 burp.